Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Um, I want to thank God for his hand of mercy upon my life and the things he's just taking me through and what I'm learning about him. By the way, it's a very gray, dusky morning here in um, in Lagos, Nigeria. And I think the scripture that just comes to me is the just shall live by faith. That's the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 4. It says the just shall live by faith. I think one of the things that I like about working with God and my current work with God and what I'm learning and what I'm seeing and what I'm observing and this current phase of my life is that I'm realizing that I have to use my faith. You know what I'm saying? Because the arm of flesh has failed me completely in everything that I've ever, I mean, in all the main, like if I was to put up a list of the top five issues in my life, they are things that I have tried to handle by myself and I have failed spectacularly. So faith for me now is not only a survival strategy, it's an, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's like the only choice that I have. So I'm um, beginning to learn or try to learn how to live a life that is constantly practicing my faith. Because I find that on the big ticket issues, you know, my natural ability doesn't necessarily work. So on the regular stuff, I think I get away with it, you know, just doing my own thing here and there. Sometimes, sometimes the small regular things too can, you know, throw you through a, a curve. You know, but generally speaking, but those big ticket issues, I mean, I can count them off the top of my hand. You know, I, I wouldn't want to like, I would do that on, yeah, on, on, online on the recording because they are deeply personal things. But there are things that I really, really, first of all, it requires a supernatural intervention. There are things that I can't, you know, there, there's so much that is unknown in those things that. Even I can't tell you what success. I mean, I can't tell you what I think would work. I can tell you. Tell I. I can also even to define what success would look like. It's difficult because you may think success is this, and then you get to that point and you realize that it's not actually that because it's complex issues. It's involving people, lives, situations, you know, future relationships personal destinies, you know, things that are only God, the Bible says God sees the end from the beginning, things that are the intangibles of life that make the difference between our experience on life, the quality of life that we have, the sense of fulfillment that we have, the joy and the daily peace, the sense of purpose, as well as our eternal future, you know, these are things that are very, very, they are serious things that human beings cannot fully fathom. And um, 
because maybe because of my life phase, what I have what I've been through, where I am now, lived several decades, at least a handful of decades on earth. I think I understand, you know, the need for God much more strongly than what it used to be for me. So I mean than other than the way I would think about things before. So it's I just shall live by faith. I mean there is just no alternative to it. I I have to learn how to live by faith and to trust that God will be able to resolve the issues in my life that I'm unable to handle by myself. And working with him means that I have to be comfortable with the fact that it may not happen overnight and that I may not fully understand or agree with his method, his pathways, the, the length of the journey, the difficulty of the journey, the challenge, the complexity of the journey, but I have to trust him. I have to trust him and I have to trust the process that he allows us to go through with him. I talked about how some days back I saw a video of a some sheep following a woman. They were lost in the woods somewhere in somewhere in America or so. Well, I think it was in France actually. And they got lost in the woods and they saw this female jogger and they started following her. And how, you know, it was so bizarre because the woman herself was like shocked at what was going on. She's filming it on her smartphone. And the sheep literally would stop when she stopped. They would continue walking with her. If she ran, they would run. If she walked, they would walk. You know, they would trot along with her. They were just so sure that she would lead them to a place of safety. And then after watching that video, the following day, the Lord told me that, you know, that's exactly how sheep are with the shepherd. And that what you just saw, that sheep do not take their eyes off the shepherd, never. They don't look at the sun, they don't look at the rain. They don't, even when they can see the farm or the fold, the gate to the fold far ahead, they don't run ahead of the shepherd to enter into the fold. They wait for the shepherd to get to the fold, open the door of the fold and let them in. Even if the sheep fold is open, they wait for the shepherd to either move towards the fold or signal them into the fold. Even though it's the same fold they came out from that morning or the day before or whenever, they would always wait for the direction of the shepherd to know when to go into the fold, how to go into the fold, in what arrangement, you know, and, and, and all of that. And it's, you know, and it's amazing that these are the people that God has used to describe. God describes himself as that shepherd. Jesus describes himself as that shepherd. And we are the sheep. So he says, this is what I need to do when following him. And I think I'm beginning to realize that I can't afford to take my eyes off God. Even when I can see the destination ahead, or I think I can see it. Because you know what? And this is the thing. Yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. I just received that. Because sometimes, even when you can see the destination and the fold is a familiar place. In fact, perhaps you came out from that fold. Perhaps I came out from that fold that morning. When the shepherd, even if we're on the journey back to the fold, if he stops, if I keep my eyes on him, perhaps he has seen that there's danger in the fold or there is a wolf or there is something that is threatening to attack before we enter into that destination. The shepherd will stop me. And at that point, I have to stop. I have to be the obedient sheep that will stop. I cannot be the sheep that will be like, continue walking. And be like, yeah, I can see the fold. This is where we're going. I mean, why are you, you know, that I don't even notice. Or he's calling me or he's 
The fact is the shepherd has stopped and there is a reason why the shepherd has stopped. I am, I've said this several times in musings before now. I really need to learn how not to walk ahead of God. It is something that I do. I am that sheep. I'm that person who would see the destination ahead. And simply because God has said that's where we're going, you know, I take my eyes off him and I start focusing on the destination. That's me. And I start running towards it and doing what I think, okay, helping God along with his word. And um, it's something that I really, really need to learn to, to stop doing. I have to stop doing that. They just shall live by faith. So, but, you know, I think what I also appreciate about God is how he continues to reassure me of his love. Even when I may not, I may have taken my eyes off him like I think I did on this big ticket issue recently. Um, he continues to assure me of his love and I think that for me is very very precious he just says you know what Shola I love you <laughs> regardless and um, that, that means a lot to me it definitely does mean a whole lot to me and I'm grateful for that so I'm just going to leave it there um, and I think he has comforted me because He's making me realize that the reason why he stopped me from going to that destination was because there was danger ahead. So he held me back. It wasn't because he wanted to hurt me or he wanted to test me or because I had done something wrong. It was purely the Lord watching over his own, the shepherd watching over his sheep. So I want to thank you, Lord, for that. And I, I, I get that now. So I'm not going to be sorry about it not working out anymore because you've you protected me. You protected us. You protected your sheep. And I'm grateful. And I ask that you continue to protect us in that same way. And that this, I mean, this has shown me the extent you go to to really keep me from harm. And I say, God, thank you. I do not take it for granted. Please continue to protect me. You know I'm foolish. I'm but a sheep before you. There's so much that I don't know. I think I know, but I really, there's a lot that I don't know. I need your protection. I need your guidance. I need you to, to continue to watch out and look out for me. And I appreciate that you do that. So thank you very much for keeping me from the onslaught of the enemy, protecting me and pulling me back from danger to safety. And I will continue to hide myself under your wing. And I pray that even concerning this situation and all the things that are connected to it, that you will make your paths clear and open before me. I will not take my eyes off you. And I know that you have always said that your sheep, they hear your voice and that they follow you. So I know that I will hear your voice and I will follow you. Thank you very much, Lord, for loving me. I love you too.